We headed to the home stretch in quarter number four on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Hello and welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It is quarter number four. That, of course, means we have Penn State Rivals lead recruiting analyst, Eric Lammers joining us. And to find everything from Eric and his team at Penn State Rivals, make sure you go over to PennState.Rivals.com. And if you're interested in more from Keystone Sports, you just download the Keystone Sports app from your app store. Eric, how are you doing this week, sir? I'm doing well. I am doing well, Jim. You know, it's good to be back on here with you. Uh, I was down in Atlanta this weekend for another Rivals camp down there, so I, I'm coming with you a lot more sun on the face and on the arms, but it's good to be back and in, in talking Penn State football with you, though. It is, but Eric, I was telling you this off the air. You got to get better at your job here. What's going on? We're starting to hear about these Penn State targets. They're looking to commit elsewhere. Uh, so we have some, unfortunately, that's the news this week. We have some Penn State recruits that they really wanted. They uh, were at the top of the Penn State's list. And let's start near the very top, and that's with Rodney Gallagher, a wide receiver listed as an athlete. He's from the Pittsburgh area. And just to let folks know, we're recording this prior to his announcement but Eric, it sounds like all indications are he's on his way to West Virginia, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's obviously, uh, you know, ride the waves of recruiting, I guess. It's the up and downs of the business. And, uh, you know, you can be hot at one one month and the next month things things just don't seem to be going your way. And that's kind of a little bit of the funk, I guess, uh, you know, Coach Franklin and the staff are finding themselves in right now. Um, and like you said, none bigger probably than Rodney Gallagher. Um choosing not to come to Penn State. You know, obviously we you talk about, you know, all signs are that West Virginia is going to be the pick there. Um, he had an official visit scheduled for later um, on that big June 17th weekend with Penn State. And, you know, we felt good about that just because of the guys that they were bringing in for that weekend and who was going to be on campus and the family environment that they were going to, they were trying to create for that weekend. And so we were looking at Rodney as somebody that could ultimately end up in that class, get him to that weekend, and see what happens. And, and that just wasn't going to be the case. Something came up in terms of his connection with West Virginia. Uh, he felt like it was time to move up his decision date from what was previously um, a later or, you know, middle of a summer type deal to move it up to the, you know, May 25th. And, yeah, that was – when that happened, it just did not feel like that was good news for the Nittany Lions, and, and, and thus it was not. This one hurts a couple different ways. First of all, the fact that he's a Pennsylvania guy. You want to get those top Pennsylvania players in. That's your home state. That has to hurt right there. And this has happened a few times at Penn State where at the very top, whether we were talking about Julian Fleming or Rucci who went to Wisconsin, you don't want to miss out on the top guys in your state. Certainly, no. I mean, you don't. And, you know, because you invest so much time and effort into these guys over the course of, you know, because you know about these young men before anybody else does really, right? Because, you, you, you know, you farm your own land, as they say. And so you take care of the guys that are in your territory. And so they've been recruiting Rodney for, you know, for years, obviously, and made it a priority to go see his basketball games and to see, you know, and to stay in touch with them for every little thing that's going on with them. So when you invest that amount of time and effort into something like this and then ultimately it doesn't go your way, yeah, it hurts. And it's and it's and you don't want to do that. You don't want to miss. It doesn't set a good precedent. 
I know, you know, missing out on somebody like Ronnie Gallagher has a lot of people worried now what's going to happen with Tamir Robinson, right? Because you're talking about another local in-state kid. This, and there's there's rumors out there that he could be tied, uh, you know, a little bit up with a, you know, as a, almost like a package deal with Rodney. Now, what I've heard is that that is not the case. I've heard that that's maybe not that, that we should not worry about that. And there's still good chance that Tamir ends up with Penn State, but. With what's going on lately here, Jim, I don't know if I can sit here and tell you uh, not to worry about anything right now. But, you know, they'll, they'll get it corrected. They'll get it figured out. you got to weather the storm. Like I said, it's the, it's the waves of recruiting. It's an up-and-down type deal. Um, and you got to take some of the good with the bad, I guess. And and they'll get through it, like I said. But, yeah, the, this one hurts, and this is not the one that you want to lose when you're talking about an in-state guy like this who's, you know, one of the top top prospects in the state. And just when you go by the numbers, Eric, when you put out you could only sign – say 25 although that's changing but players and you're putting out 100 offers or 150 offers more guys are going to go elsewhere than are going to commit to your place so that's not uh, you know you've got to just get used to that if you Mm -hmm. follow recruiting the problem here is the in-state thing and obviously as you said they put a lot of effort into them this player but also missing out on He's not going to make that official visit, which when you're Penn State, that means so much because that family atmosphere that those players who do commit, that's what they talk about, and you don't always get that until you make that official visit, right? Right, and that's the most that that has to be the most frustrating part of this for the staff, for for Coach Franklin and his staff, and it leaves you scratching your head a little bit, quite frankly, and and because. You just want to get them on campus, like you said, for that official visit. You had the official visit already scheduled, right? You had it already – it was already on the docket for that June 17th weekend. Um, What's the harm? Why can't you just take your visits? Because what what I would say – and this uh, this is what I would – I struggled this when I was was at Vanderbilt, right? And and we would have this happen to us. We had this happen to us a few times where a kid had a scheduled visit with us. We had a great long-term relationship with him. And then only he doesn't take the visit. And I – what I say is like – why not? What's the hurt? Like almost, you know, like you as the prospect, we talk about what these kids deserve and what they've earned, right? You only get five official visits. So like you've earned the opportunity to go get spoiled a little bit, go get wined and dined at each of these places, go get, you know, have the, check out what the relationships are like to each, with each of these staffs. So you have something to compare. Now you've done a lot of things with unofficial visits and things like that. So you can compare it. Um, But there's not anything like an official visit. Those 48 hours are critical, like you said, for multiple reasons. And so like, if I'm the Penn State staff, that's the thing that I have the hardest problem swallowing with all of this. Is like, why can't you just take the official visit? Like, what's the problem in that? Like, can't two more weeks, three more weeks versus you know now? What's the what's the difference there? And then so yeah, if if you're the Penn State staff or if you're you know Coach Franklin and you're looking at this from like what happened, like where did this one go wrong? You know, I don't. You know, I'm sure they have many thoughts and uh, ideas on maybe what's crept in here and and what's led this one astray. Um, but ultimately I'm just asking myself is why couldn't you just take that official visit? It was all in the docket and we had this big thing planned and we've had this long standing relationship is what's the hurt in that? And I don't know. That's the, that's the million dollar question. Like I said, that I've struggled with for years. And I'm sure if you're West Virginia, you're not as adamant about the player taking all five of his official visits. If the decision's going in your favor, but we, we can't talk about this, Eric, without, you know, talking about the elephant in the room and this new day and age of recruiting, it's NIL. Now, we right. don't know 
if that's what happened here, that there's NIL money at West Virginia that maybe isn't there at Penn State. But if you're a Penn State fan, that's in the back of your head. It has to be, doesn't it? Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously it's it's kind of the day and age that we're in right now, and in the in the world that we're living in is like you you it creeps in your head, right? Like what what happened there? What's the NIL deal? And and quite frankly, maybe that's kind of what explains why you can't take the visit to Penn State. Maybe that's part of the deal. I guess I don't know, right? And like that's pure speculation on my part in terms of that. But like that is it's it's only you know I guess human nature at this point to really think about that. And and I've heard that 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 it played in. I heard that I've heard that West Virginia has some. Some you know backers there that are willing to jump in you know and support the NIL and 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 who knows right I mean none of us really know and and and, and I'm sure you know everybody would argue that the relationships maybe Rodney has a stronger relationship with those at West Virginia and this and that and so there's many different factors that you probably will never really be able to boil it right down to what it really was um, but it's hard not to think that NIL didn't play some sort of factor in not only the decision to go to West Virginia, but the decision to speed up your timeline and cancel the other visits that you were that you were hoping to take. And by the way, just my opinion, if I cannot blame the kid if there's money out there and he took it. You know, we don't blame the coaches for taking the big money. Why should we blame the players for doing the same thing? Right. There's one other player that Penn State was pursuing that it appears it's kind of the same deal. It appears he's on his way to Northwestern, and that's Mason Robinson. He's a defensive end from McDonough down in Maryland, the place where Penn State has done well recruiting there. The player chose Northwestern. That one also has to be a little surprised, and I guess it's kind of the same issue with him also having an official visit set at Penn State and getting it canceled. Yeah, another head-scratcher, quite frankly. And, you know, because, like, he hasn't even visited Northwestern ever, right? Like, he's never been to, been to Chicago or Evanston and visited Northwestern. And so he goes and takes one official visit. It's his first official visit, comes out of it, and commits. And so, like, again, back to when we talked about my struggle when I was at Vanderbilt. My struggle here is, like, you, that was your first time ever going there. Why not go see some of these other places to compare? And, and from what I've heard or what I've gathered is that they, they took a lot of the other unofficial visits to a lot of these different places with the mindset that they could make a quick decision, that the family could make a quick decision if they found the place that really felt like home. And so, like, that must have been what happened with, with, with Northwestern. Northwestern does do a fantastic job with these summer official visits. They get these kids out to Wrigley Field, and they, you know, they, obviously being in Chicago um, in the summer is a heck of a lot better than being in Chicago in the winter, and so they take that to the full advantage uh, and things like that. And so um, they do a tremendous job with these kids of getting these kids locked in early. Uh, I experienced that. No, I mean, I had a lot of experience with that at Vanderbilt, obviously, because we competed for a lot of the same kids. Um, and so, but yeah, another head scratcher, another a lot of positive things from the Robinson camp about Penn State, right? And a lot of uh, long-standing relationships there, history, like you've said, with with the program, with this high school program, and and things like that. And so it just makes you wonder, is like, why couldn't you just get to that official visit with us? And just so you have some things to compare, and you know, as you're going through your process, it just it's a real head scratcher, Jim. I I don't know. I wish I had the answers on those ones. At some point, though, you also just have to say, myself, I'm a Penn State grad, and I just can't understand why someone would choose somewhere else other than Penn State. But really, if a kid chooses a Northwestern to attend, that's a pretty darn good school to go to. 
Right, exactly. And, you know, so that's why you know, there's a lot of positives about Northwestern. There's a lot of positives about the education that you're going to get there. And I think, you know, Mason is a high academic young man. He's a very intelligent young man, very smart. And so it's very reasonable believing. And that is what happens. And, and, and what we always said before um, NIL and all those different things that came into effect is I always said when you're doing the official visit schedule or when you're setting up official visits with a young man, you either want to be first or you want to be last, right? Because if you're first, you can set the bar high and or you can make him fall in love and get him to commit, right? So you get that first opportunity to get him to cancel all those other official visits. Like, I know I was going on that whole thing, a tangent about, you know, why can't you take your other ones? But yeah, if I'm the first school, yeah, that's exactly what I'm trying to do is lock you in and get to cancel the other ones. Or if I'm last, I'm the, I'm the one that had the last, uh, you know, time to play on those emotions to get in your ear. And the last thing that you'll remember before your decision was your official visit with us. So we always said you want to be first or you want to be last. Uh, and yeah, that's kind of just, you know, the, uh, that's what happened here, I guess, is they got first and I think they got the commitment. All right. That is it for this edition of the show. Eric, your assignment for next week is you need to come in with some better news. All right. Got to bring, I got to bring some good news to you. I, you know, no doubt. We're working on it. <laughs> okay. Thank you all for tuning in. Make sure you join us next time on the Keystone Kickoff Show. This is Jen from Collegiate Athletic Travel. We've been offering travel to the biggest Penn State games for over 50 years. This fall, we continue that tradition in partnership with Keystone Sports Network with a trip to the Penn State Auburn game. Join us for charter flight, staying at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, and even a great tailgate party at the stadium are included. For more information, go to athletictravel.com or call 1-800-788-4414. See you there. In his book, Why Penn State, author Greg Woodman takes readers on a trip back in time to Happy Valley in the 1980s, a unique era of gridiron success and rapid expansion that gave our university its modern identity. Whether you're traveling down memory lane or discovering old states past for the first time, this compilation of rare photos, original essays, and exclusive interviews helps you explore the why behind We Are. Start your journey today. Order online at whypennstate.com.